America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. We're here every week to answer your health questions. If you have a question, feel free to call us here at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, THBC Clinic, where I work here in Las Vegas at 702 Five six two one four five four. That's seven zero two five sixty two fourteen fifty four. Or you can email me directly at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D is in Daniel Royal R O Y A L at Royal Medical Clinic, all one word. dot com. We'd like to thank our sponsors. First of which is the Term Healing Band Clinic here in Las Vegas, and the First Nation Medical Board, both of which are sponsored by the Crow Nation. Crow Nation is an Indian tribe, which has exercised jurisdiction over the practice of traditional medicine. The United States government said that if they wanted the access to products and treatments associated with traditional medicine, they had to take responsibility for it. The Crow Nation is the first one to step up and do that. And for that purpose, they created the First Nation Medical Board, which licenses practitioners such as myself throughout the United States who are in need of protection for the use of medical alternatives in their practice. Because traditional medicines include all things alternative, complementary, holistic, etc., And the way it works in this world, the physicians, such as MDs and DOs, are licensed by state medical boards, but if they want to practice something unconventional, they need dual licensure to protect them. Every time that they do so, without that protection, they take their license into their own hands. It's an unfortunate side effect, collateral damage, if you will, of physicians who are trying to help people through natural means. But that's not what physicians are trained to do in medical school. And I'm sure many of you have found out about that the hard way. As you know, our current medical system is built around sick care. And so when you want your health insurance to pay for health optimization, you find out that they won't pay. They won't pay for you to exercise. They won't pay for you to take supplements. They won't pay for you to get stem cells and things of that nature. You have to take some responsibility, my friends, and that's why you're listening to this program. Our goal today is to teach you, share with you at least one new thing that can hopefully make a difference in your life. You don't have to remember everything we talk about in this program, but hopefully we can educate you to some degree such that you can walk away having learned one new thing. And if you do, our time together has been well spent. But what are we going to talk about today? Well, as usual, we will be reviewing obituaries as we do every week. People who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had throughout the entire world. We're only going to be focusing on international deaths of celebrities today. This will be followed by some current events, recent publications that I think you should know about and I think you'll find quite interesting. And finally, we'd like to finish our discussion on chromium. We'll be talking about an additive we use in our chromium supplement called benfotiamine. I think you'll find it quite interesting. So let's get started. Let's look at celebrity notables, international people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Now, you can always check your obituaries. We do here in Nevada, locally in Las Vegas, as well as in Reno. To see what's happening. As you may know, the average life expectancy in the U.S. is dropping. Three years in a row, soon to be four, setting a new record for the history of the United States. In that, life expectancy is 
dropping, not just three, but four years in a row. Average life expectancy right now is about 78.5 years of age, about 81 for a woman and about 76 for a man. So hopefully you can improve on that. Now, if you're going to live that old, of course, you want to have high quality of life. What you have to remember is that the oldest woman in the world passed away earlier this year in January. How old was she? 129 years old. You can live a long life, but if you're going to do so, please live a healthy life. In fact, the oldest man in the world recently just passed away. How old was he? Gustav Gerneth, German supercentarian, world's oldest man since 2019, as of this year, died at 114 years of age. So, yes, my friends, you can live longer than the average life expectancy but let's do it cheerfully and with all of our faculties in place. First, we have Diana Gonzalez, Mexican soccer player, died at 26 years of age from hypoglycemia. Most likely this was secondary to diabetes and medication because the one thing that can kill you is insulin. If you take it and you don't need it, it can be a serious problem, resulting in coma and death. This happened recently, by the way, with flu shots. The flu shots were accidentally filled with insulin and the physicians were unwittingly giving their patients insulin injections instead of flu shots that can result in just this kind of thing, hypoglycemia, coma, and death. We have Ala Ali, Egyptian soccer player. He died at 31 years of age after having health issues related to cancer. We have Mike Sands, American sports anchor, died at 34 years of age from myxoid liposarcoma. This is a soft tissue type of cancer. We have Haitham Zaki, Egyptian actor, died at 35 years of age from a circulatory collapse, usually means shock of some sort. Andy Gumbi, South African actor from The Lion King, died at 36 years of age from a heart attack. He was 36. Charles Rogers, American NFL wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, died at 38 years of age from liver failure. Jitka Saranska, Czech singer and violinist, died at 41 years of age from cancer. Dmitry Vasilenko, Russian gymnast, Olympic champion in 1996, died at 43 years of age from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to continue our discussion right after the break, my friends, so stay with us. Targeting cancer cells with DMSO reduces the need for full-dose chemotherapy by up to 90% because DMSO targets cancer cells, not healthy cells. Research demonstrates that DMSO, also known as dimethyl sulfoxide, has an affinity for cancer cells, which also allows DMSO to enter them even when DMSO is carrying chemo drugs. Could low-dose chemo with DMSO be the answer you've been searching for? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702 1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. Businesses, writers, check this out. Go to LRPNV.com to get your printing, publishing, and professional services today. Need a virtual office? A place to receive and forward your mail with professional address and suite number for your business? Someone to answer your telephones? Want to rent a conference room for only $15 an hour? What about that book you've been wanting to have printed? LRP Printing and Business Center can do it for you, and they have a professional assistant on-site daily, Monday through Friday. Just call 775-356-1004. Need copies, business cards, invoices, books, booklets, or graphic design to help brand you or your business, just call 775-356-1004 or go to LRPMV.com. With a great selection of new and used books, you can get your printing done and a book to entertain you in your time off. And don't forget, you could have your business sponsoring the Bookhound Radio Show, just like Andrew Martoni, author of Little Man on the Map, does every week. Just go to LRPMV.com. That's LRPMV.com or call 775-356-1004. They'll provide solutions for your business and writing projects. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) 
It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. We are back to the show and... Thank you for sticking with us. We're now the second quarter of our show, and you're listening to The Royal Treatment with Dr. Dan Royal. Before the break, we were talking about people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. We're talking about international deaths of celebrity notables. So let's continue our discussion. We have Mamet Tilam, Turkish-born Australian politician and senator, died at 45 years of age from a heart attack. Now, what's the number one cause of death? in the United States. If you said heart disease, you're probably right. And cancer is a close second. But in most industrialized nations, guess what the number one cause of death is? Drum roll, please. It is cancer. Interestingly, we talked about this in the show before. The number one cause of death in the United Kingdom is dementia. People's brains are going, going sooner and in greater numbers all the time. Now, if you look at how they add up the deaths over there, they break down cancer. But when you add up breast cancer, prostate cancer, lung cancer, and leukemias, cancer is actually number one in Great Britain. But dementia is still number two and heart disease number three. Very interesting. We're seeing a greater incidence of cancer, not just here, but throughout the world. We have Tazin Ahmad, British journalist and broadcaster. He died at 48 years of age from cancer. We have Kamal Sharma, Indian politician, died at 49 years of age from a heart attack. Alberto Revolta, Italian soccer player, died at 51 years of age from a bone marrow epidemoma that had put him in a wheelchair. This is a tumor of his spinal cord. Champak Jain, Indian film producer, died at 52 years of age from a brain hemorrhage or stroke. Pitt Trentz, German bodybuilder, died at 53 years of age from pneumonia. If you're hospitalized, you want to get in and get out because that's one place you can catch a disease you couldn't catch outside the hospital. You have hospital-resistant infections, and you can get pneumonia and die. Interestingly, what is the only way to diagnose pneumonia? You can get a pretty good guess by the symptoms and listening with your stethoscope, but the one way to diagnose pneumonia is chest X-ray. Sandil Dakini, South African poet, died at 53 years of age from tuberculosis. You don't hear that very often, but it is still out there. Leo Iorga, Romanian guitarist and rock singer, died at 54 years of age after fighting cancer for eight years. Ran Zufang, Chinese party number three man died at 54 years of age after falling or being pushed from the seventh floor of his hotel in Beijing. He was involved in a corruption scandal. So the question remains, was it suicide or was it murder? Julianne Keane, British radio presenter for the BBC World Service, died at 57 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Ramakant Kundeka, Indian classical singer died at 57 years of age from a heart attack. This happened shortly after he was singing with his brothers at an event. Soren Fuzana Verde, Romanian politician and minister of national defense, died at 59 years of age from kidney disease. Eli Pasquale, Canadian Olympic basketball player in 1984 and 88, died at 59 years of age after a long battle with cancer. Bernard Tyson, American CEO and chairman of Kaiser Permanente, 
that he's 60 years of age unexpectedly. Usually means sudden death from heart attack. Joe Miller, a legendary American chef in Los Angeles, died at 60 years of age from complications due to a heart attack. Again, he was 60 years of age. Tim Hansen, Danish bassist, died at 61 years of age from cancer. Mike Stryker, American Hall of Fame racing driver, died at 62 years of age from a heart attack. Humayun Sadhu, Bangladeshi television director, screenwriter, and actor, died at 63 years of age from a stroke. Chuck Merriweather, American Major League Baseball umpire, died at 63 years of age from cancer. Jorge Fernando, Brazilian actor and director, died at 64 years of age from heart failure. By the way, what should your ejection fraction be? This is how they determine heart failure. Now, you can get a blood cast to check for heart failure. It's called the beta, beta naturetic peptide, BNP. You can check that, but your ejection fraction should be greater than 30% and preferably higher than that. But once it drops below that, you're going to have some problems. We have Kay Hagan, American politician, U.S. Senator, died at 66 years of age with complications due to Powassan virus. Now, what is that? That is a tick virus resulting from a bite. The particular tick is in North America. It causes an infection of the brain. And guess what? There's no vaccine and there's no drug to, te- to treat Powassan virus. We have Paul Geis, American 1976 Olympic long-distance runner, died at 66 years of age from pulmonary embolism. You usually see that kind of thing from surgery in the hospital, usually from a hip surgery. Moin Badal, Bangladeshi politician, died at 67 years of age after being ill for a year following a stroke. Ed Cherney, American recording engineer and record producer, died at 60 nine years of age from esophageal cancer. Anne Crum, American actress and singer, died at 69 years of age from ovarian cancer. Charlie Taffy, American football coach, died at 69 years of age after a short battle with spinal cancer. Sadeki Koka, Bangladeshi politician, mayor of Dhaka Sydney Corporation, died at 67 years of age from cancer. Nick Powell, British film producer and record executive for Virgin Records, died at 69 years of age from cancer. Hiromu Yashida, Japanese politician, member of the House of Counselors, died at 70 years of age from brain cancer. Anil Adhikara, Indian politician, died at 70 years of age from cancer. Jin Tanjali, Indian actress, died at 72 years of age from a heart attack or cardiac arrest. Chi Inting, Chinese table tennis player, 1973 world champion, died at 73 years of age from thoracic aortic rupture. That's the largest artery in your body. And when that ruptures, you bleed very quickly and die. It's literally a medical emergency. But if you're not treated within minutes, you're literally on the operating table. You're not going to make it. Mihai Constanescu. Romanian pop singer and songwriter died at 70 years of age from a cardiac arrest. Paul Barrer, American rock singer and guitarist, died at 71 years of age from liver cancer. Taiwo Lijadu, Nigerian singer, died at 71 years of age from a stroke. Walter Franco, Brazilian singer and composer, died at 74 years of age from a stroke. Ivan Malat, Australian serial killer, died at 74 years of age from esophageal cancer. We have Mike Herbert, American volleyball coach for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, died at 75 years of age from Parkinson's disease. Mike McClennan, Mike McClennan, New Zealand rugby league player for the national team and coach, died at 75 years of age from dementia. Vladimir Bukovsky, a Russian-born British human rights activist, political dissident, died at 76 years of age from a heart attack. Duncan Forbes, Scottish soccer player, died at 78 years of age from Alzheimer's disease. Willie Brown. American NFL player and coach that is 78 years of age from cancer. And we have finally Gerald Balis. Balils. Gerald Balils, American politician, legislator, governor, and attorney general in Virginia, died at 79 years of age from renal cell carcinoma, kidney of the of cancer of the kidney. Sorry. Well, that's it for now.
Those are the people who've died recently, within the last week or so. International celebrity notables died from diseases too young, from which they probably shouldn't have had, could have been prevented. But there's no reason for you to wait, my friends, until something bad happens. So, for example, I have uh, patients that are concerned that they have cancer. For example, a woman noticed that she had a lump in her breast. But we have previously checked her for a couple of biomarkers, one of which is nagolase. We've talked about it in the show before. It's an enzyme produced by viruses and cancer. Now, she does have an active Epstein-Barr virus, and as you may know, Epstein-Barr virus, EBV, is a cancer-causing virus. And then eventually it can result in problems to your body organs. However, her nagalase, well, initially it was elevated. We treated it, and eventually with treatment, it became normal. Her AMAS, which is a cancer antibody test, was also normal. So I told her that the lump was most likely benign. But, of course, you always think the worst as a patient. So she had a mammogram or a, an ultrasound, one of those two, or both. And then she had a biopsy done. Guess what? The lesion was completely benign. It was not even carcinoma in situ, which means a localized cancer, which we attributed the fact that we had already treated her because you can, with biomarkers, determine whether somebody has cancer long before it manifests. So, for example, if you get a cancer antibody test through Oncolab, the AMAS test, it can be predictive up to 18 months in advance. The other thing that we see with some of our patients, we treat some prostate cancer patients. They've had their prostate removed. And their doctors are watching their PSA, prostate-specific antigen. And as it continues to slowly increase, the doctors tell the patient, your cancer is coming back. You need to have radiation, chemotherapy. That's actually coercion because a lot of bad things can happen with chemotherapy and radiation. Coercion is a criminal act, but nobody's holding them responsible for that. Nobody says that PSA is specific for cancer. Every man has a PSA because he has a prostate. The increase in PSA can be due to normal prostate tissue returning. In both of these patients, their nagalase and AMAS levels have improved with treatment and are within normal levels. They do not have cancer. I'm Dr. Dan Royer. You're listening to The World Treatment. We're going to continue our discussion right after the break. Stay with us. After forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No! Stem cells are present in all of us just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. So here's the choice. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil. A has-been. 
full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. We are back to the show and you are listening to The Royal Treatment with Dr. Diane Royal. We're now entering the third quarter of our show, and I thank you, my friends, for sticking with us. Remember, there is so much to learn, and it helps immensely to get educated. If you have a question, please feel free to call me here at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. 54, or email me directly at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. For the break, I was talking about some patients who had been tested for AMS and nagalase and had gotten them into normal levels. And so when a question arose about whether or not they had an active cancer for their breast prostate, it was negative. We were not concerned. I put much more faith in those tests than I do through other screens, but particularly for the PSA, which is controversial because it is not specific for the prostate, much less for cancer. Recently, I received an email from a patient. She had taken a a colon guard test, and it came out positive for DNA biomarkers. Well, of course, her gastroenterologist wants to do a colonoscopy, but she's concerned because she knows that procedures can go wrong. The number one cause of death in this country, as you mentioned earlier, is still heart disease, cancer, a close second. And the third cause of death, well, you might say COPD or congestive obstructive pulmonary disease of the lungs, but that's the fourth cause of disease. Number three cause of death in this country is iatrogenic disease or doctor hospital-induced death, mostly from drug side effects. But it can also result from procedures. I've known patients of mine that have gone for colonoscopy only to have the colon punctured and end up in the hospital for what was only to be a routine screen. So these test. These procedures are not without their risk. My advice to her was, of course, if you want to have a colonoscopy, you can do it non-invasively through a virtual colonoscopy. Of course, that requires the use of some radioactive dye. But you can also get the test that I mentioned. You can check for the nagalase, the enzyme produced by cancer and virus to see if it's present and elevated. You can also get the AMAS test, cancer antibody test to see if it is elevated and raise your index of suspicion. And we have ways of treating that naturally. We can treat it with a nagalase modifier, an oral product that works very well, very successfully. We can also treat that along with the cancer and by test using a combination of light, sound, and frequency. We call that the photon protocol. We can do that here in the office. Totally natural, totally safe, totally effective. So far, we've treated eight patients who have had elevated AMAS levels with the photon protocol. Every single one of them has improved positively in reducing their antibody levels. The reason I like this particular protocol or treatment is because it can be used at home. You can purchase the equipment through us, get the protocol from us, 
and be treated at home at your convenience. Not only you, but your spouse, your family, your friends, and your pets, etc., for as long as you all shall live. It's a great deal and a great way to be as healthy as you possibly can because I found out that it's not just for sick people, it's for healthy people. Just in using it for myself, I was able to improve my exercise endurance and in strength. Well, now we want to talk about some current events, some things I thought you might find of interest that have been in the news, publications of studies. Here's one about sleep. Signs of insomnia have now been tied to higher rates of cerebrovascular and cardiovascular disease incidents, especially in the younger and non-hypertensive adults, those without high blood pressure. This study was done in over a half a million people in China. Three insomnia studies or symptoms, I'm sorry, were looked at. Trouble falling or staying asleep, waking up too early, and daytime dysfunction due to poor sleep. These are all linked to higher rates of ischemic heart disease, that's lack of blood flow, and stroke over 10 years. Now, after adjusting for age and alcohol and things of that nature, they found an elevated risk of brain and heart disease as follows. 9% increased risk for difficulty initiating or maintaining sleep, a 7% increased risk for early morning awakening and not being able to get back to sleep, and a 13% increased risk for daytime dysfunction because of bad sleep. Now, when I say 9, 7, and 13%, we're talking about their increased risk of stroke and heart disease or even heart attacks. Each insomnia symptom that we mentioned earlier increased the risk of these diseases. Now, what were those symptoms? Let's review them again. Number one, trouble falling or staying asleep. Number two, waking up too early. And number three, daytime dysfunction due to poor sleep. Now, systemic reviews and meta-analysis looking at larger studies have pointed to strong ties between baseline insomnia and risk of myocardial infarction and stroke. A recent meta-analysis showed that more than 50% of patients with transient ischemic attack and stroke had sleep-disordered breathing. A longitudinal study also reported that young adults with insomnia had an eight-fold higher risk for stroke than those of the same age without sleep problems. The study looked at data from 487,200 participants. Most of them were women, about 287,000. Another 199,000 were men with an average age of 51. It excluded people with a history of stroke, coronary heart disease, or cancer. Now, participants reported whether they had any of those three insomnia symptoms I mentioned earlier, at least three days a week in the past month, difficulty initiating or maintaining sleep, early morning awaking and not being able to get back to sleep, and daytime dysfunction because of bad sleep. The researchers determined cerebrovascular and cardiovascular incidents through disease registries, national health insurance claim databases, and local residential records. Over a medium 9.6 years of follow-up, 130,032 incident cases of cerebrovascular and cardiovascular diseases were documented, including 40,348 cases of ischemic heart disease and 45,316 stroke cases. Patients, or, or people, I should say, with these sleeping disorders had a greater risk of ischemic heart disease than people without corresponding insomnia symptoms. But only the difficulty in initiating or maintaining sleep was associated with the higher risk of acute MI or heart attack. People who had all three insomnia symptoms had an 18% risk of stroke or heart disease, a 22% higher risk of ischemic heart disease, 10% risk of ischemic stroke compared with non-symptomatic adults. Association between insomnia symptoms and cerebrovascular and cardiovascular disease consistently was stronger in people under age 50 or without baseline Hypertension. Well, that's sleep. Get sleep. Get good sleep. One of the things that we have found that can help with sleep is winding down at night. We tend to live in a high-stress society. And one of the things that can be used to reduce adrenaline, believe it or not, is progesterone. Natural progesterone. It has to be the real stuff, good quality, 
not wild yam. Your body can't convert wild yam to the hormone. This is a chemical conversion. It has to be made in the lab, perhaps by the pharmacist. But if you have natural progesterone, which you can obtain from soy and wild yam, that lowers your adrenaline and can help you to sleep. I've seen it work in patients where no other prescription medicine would. Well, let's see what else we got here. Here's something I thought you might find of interest. This has to do with mental disorders. Systemic reviews have consistently shown that individuals with mental disorders have an increased risk of premature mortality or death. Mental disorders. We're going to mention what that is in just a minute. We included in the study all people younger than 95 years of age who lived in Denmark at some point between January 1995 and December 2015. The date and cause of death was obtained from the Danish Register of Cause of Death. And they classify mental disorders into 10 groups and causes of death into 11 groups, which were further categorized into natural causes, deaths from diseases and medical conditions, and external causes, suicide, homicide, and accidents. Now, in this study, 7,369,926 people were included in the analysis. Mortality rates were higher for people with the diagnosis of a mental disorder than for general Danish population. All types of disorders were associated with higher mortality rates for mood disorders to and for substance abuse disorders, all types of mental disorders were associated with a shorter life expectancy. Males with any type of mental disorder lost fewer years due to neoplasm deaths compared with the general population, but their cancer mortality rates were higher. So in other words, they had less incidence of cancer, but greater incidence of dying when they got cancer. Now, when we talk about mental disorders, we're talking about people who have depression, people who have anxiety, and people who have uh, substance abuse addictions. I believe that that's what they're referring to. Well, there's much more we want to talk about. Just never enough time is there. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We want to finish our discussion on chromium and we're going to do that when we come back from the break. We're going to talk about a substance that helps with improving your blood sugar control, benfotiamine. Stay right with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. The Delta and Bonanza Saloons in Virginia City are simply elegant. Imagine ascending the grand staircase and being surrounded by the Victorian elegance and grandeur of the historic banquet rooms. Original crystal chandeliers, mahogany bars, and oak dance floors highlight the eloquently appointed spaces. A truly romantic and unique setting for your wedding, banquets, or holiday parties. Detailed ceremony and menu planning ensures your special event is a memorable occasion. With just one call to Jesse at 775-847-0789, all of your arrangements will be handled by the their experienced staff with your every expectation in mind, including cakes, flowers, photography, videography, music, and party amenities. Complete ceremony and reception packages are available as well as their famous themed weddings. Since 1865, the Delta and Bonanza Saloon's guests have come from every state in the union. Now it's your turn. No event is too large or too small. Let the Delta and Bonanza Saloon's plan your next incredible event. Call Jesse at 775-847-0789. 
Once a powerful leader in the world of finance and insurance, a now-retired Jim Stannard has taken on a new role as a singer-songwriter, fulfilling a dream that has burned for more than four decades. Working with platinum-selling rocker Kip Winger and Afghan Whigs guitarist John Skibbick to bring his songs to life, his debut release, Bucket List, has been met with enthusiasm. CD Baby syndicated writer Tony Mastriani wrote, This album is refreshing and most probably more interesting than what you've been listening to this year. It is my sleeper pick for best independent label album thus far in 2018. Jim Hines from Make a Scene agreed. Some gems here. Stannard has both a gift for poetry and narrative, drawing from a well of influences that include such diverse artists as Warren Zevon, The Who, David Bromberg, and Robert Earl Keane. Bucket List's 11 original songs makes up what Roots Music Report calls a grows-on-you set from a fresh and highly believable voice. Order your copy at jimstannardmusic.com or download wherever digital music is sold. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We are back to the show, and I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're now in the fourth quarter of our show, and I thank you for sticking with us. Hopefully, if you haven't learned one new thing so far, you will during this next segment. Remember, you can always reach me directly by emailing me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. D is in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. Or calling us here at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic at 702-562-1454. That's 702 702- 562-1454. People always ask me, what kind of a doctor are you? Well, I'm a doctor of alternative medicine. Now, of course, nobody really knows what that means. But it means that we help patients who don't want to take drugs or want to get off drugs. That's really what it comes down to because the current medical system is built around sick care. Our practice is built around helping our patients Achieve optimal health and wellness. This can't be done with drugs. That's the lazy man's approach, expecting a pill for every ill. You have to get off your butt and you have to do some work if you want health. It's not going to come to you simply because you think it. Of course, a positive mental attitude is an important part of your health because, well, optimal health includes mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual well-being. We have to take all those things into account. Well, as promised, we're going to be talking about benfotiamine. But benfotiamine and chromium are important for the regulation of blood sugar. Now, we mentioned in previous shows that we have a problem in this country. We have a lack of chromium. Now, probably the most important mineral you need is magnesium. Soil's deficient in magnesium, food's deficient, and so we have a epidemic of high blood pressure, heart disease, and cardiac death. So we need to get magnesium, and we need to get it from good sources, reliable sources, and most of the sources you find out there are not very helpful, frankly. The only magnesium that we recommend is magnesium aspartate because aspartic acid is the amino acid that takes magnesium from outside to the inside of the cell where it needs to be. Checking the blood through the local lab is a joke. It's worthless. You're looking at about 1% of the magnesium in the body. You have to check what's at the cellular level. You can do that with SpectraCell. They analyze what's in the lymphocytic white blood cells. That's where the nutrition counts. And when you have a nutritional deficiency, guess how long it takes to correct that? If you said six months, you are correct. Now, it can take three months if you're really diligent or if you're younger, but the bottom line is going to take at least up to six months. The problem we have with chromium, which is needed to regulate the blood sugar, is that it is lost when we process wheat into white flour. We lose about 92% of it or so. When we process sugar into white refined sugar, we lose about 99% of it. So we're lacking chromium that is needed to help regulate insulin that in turn regulates our blood sugar. We have a problem in this country with obesity. It impacts over 100 million children and adults, and the rate continues to grow, no pun intended, throughout this country and the world, actually. Obesity may be diagnosed if you have a BMI greater than 30. I had a patient in my office this morning. She's 36.7. 
but that's not unusual. I've seen even higher. So if you're over 30, you're obese. If you're between 25 and 30 in terms of your BMI or your body fat, for that matter, you're simply overweight. Now, obesity typically occurs when a person takes in more calories than is burned when normal daily activity and exercise, although certain societal and scientific factors can also increase the risk of obesity. You may not think you're taking in that many calories, but if your metabolism is slow, it may be a relative factor. The studies have also linked artificial sweeteners to obesity as they alter how the body processes fat and obtains energy. Despite the addition of these non-caloric artificial sweeteners to our everyday diets, there has been a drastic rise in obesity and diabetes. Now, obesity is associated with both mental and physical health problems such as type 2 diabetes, stroke, heart disease, high blood pressure, sleep disorders, cancer, reflux, depression, sexual dysfunction, and early death. The cost of medical care to diagnose and treat obesity and associated health issues is estimated to be $147 billion annually. So with the B, the indirect cost of obesity-related health issues, including absenteeism, premature disability, declines in productivity, and early death, are estimated to range from 3 to $6.4 billion annually. When it comes to treating obesity, common principles and guidelines suggest increased physical activity and improved nutrition, primarily via making better behavior and lifestyle changes. Losing 5 to 10% of body weight for those that are obese can help to reduce risk of obesity-related health problems that I just mentioned. Now, according to the CDC, close to 40% of American adults were obese between the years 2015 and 16. According to the CDC, the most obese states are West Virginia, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Iowa, Alabama, Louisiana, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alaska, and South Carolina. They range from 34 to 38% of the population. Obesity affects other countries around the globe, not just America. World Health Organization estimates that globally 39% of men and women age 18 or older are overweight. That means they have BMI or body fat between 25 and 30. However, among the 20 most populous countries, America has the highest levels of age standard childhood obesity at 12.7%. Well, what is benfotiamine? Benfotiamine blocks destructive biochemical pathways. It's a natural product. It blocks biochemical product or pathways that enable high blood sugar levels to damage your nerves and small blood vessels. And it's been used successfully to counteract complications associated with blood sugar ailments. Now, as we previously mentioned, that we combine the benfotiamine with a chromium, the current most effective form of chromium that is now available on the market, that is zychrome. For decades, Europeans have used oral doses of benfotiamine or pre-diabetic and diabetic subjects with neuropathies to support eye health, renal health, cardiovascular health, and reduce circulatory disorders. The two benefits of benfotiamine come through the inhibition of naturally occurring complexes called advanced glycation end products, AGEs, and the improvement of tissue and vascular function, which I'm sure is boring to you, but the fact is it has some scientific Benefits. Studies have shown that benfotiamine provides benefits to reduce the normal aging process of what's also called the Mallard and similar but more serious intracellular reactions. In fact, benfotiamine has been shown to impact glucose metabolism through three primary mechanisms, but we'll skip that. That's scientific bumbo jumbo. Benfotiamine also helps to reduce the activity of aldose reductase. An enzyme, which in turn helps limit tissue accumulation of sorbitol and glucose, two types of sugars, helping to reduce endothelial cell damage or damage to your blood vessels. This supports within the tissues and organs the vascular network required for healthy circulation and cardiovascular health. An extraordinary large body of research over the past 20 years has demonstrated that benfotiamine supplementation improves the structure and function of tissues, organs, and blood vessels. Investigating topics like the AGE, or Advanced Glycation End Product Reduction, Neuropathy, Retinopathy, and Nephropathy of the Kidney, Vascular and Cardiovascular Health. Much of the research has looked at benfotiamine supplementation in diabetic population, but benfotiamine is not just for sick people. Studies with healthy people show incredible anti-aging benefits. However, there is noteworthy data on healthy non-diabetic populations. 
Benfotiamine research on anti-aging benefits has likewise shown great benefit. Normal aging negatively affects the integrity of the human vascular system. We often see an exaggerated or accelerated deterioration associated with diabetes called diabetic peripheral neuropathy. That's the numbness you get in your lower extremities. In a series of human studies, benfotiamine was shown to improve nerve function in the form of conduction velocity in conjunction with vitamins B and B. I'm sorry, vitamins B6 and B12. The benefit was based on maintaining healthy tissue structure and quality for optimum function. This supports circulatory and cardiovascular health. Regarding eye health, retinopathy is defined as a weakening of blood vessels in the retina of the eye or abnormal growth of dysfunctional blood vessels. Retinopathy is often associated with both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. It is a major cause of vision problems and the leading cause of blindness in American adults. In a 2003 study administering benfotiamine, prevented the development of retinopathy by halting these AGEs, advanced glycation in products. Benfotiamine helps decrease retinal capillary inflammation and abnormalities and increases the activity of transketolase in the retina, an enzyme that's needed there in helping to reduce the risk of advancing retinopathy. Regarding renal support of your kidneys, diabetic nephropathy is a major cause of renal failure and is characterized by significant structural and physical changes in the kidney. Hyperglycemia results in accumulation of triosphosphates, a chemical that's harmful, glucose metabolites that lead to dysfunction in your kidney cells, ultimately leading to the development of diabetic nephropathy. Benfotiamine increased transketolase expression, triggering the conversion of harmful triosphosphates and reduced occurrences of protein glycation and oxidative stress. Well, to summarize all of that scientific study information, benfotiamine may help with the following. Number one, structural support for risk reduction of neuropathy and nephropathy. That's numbness in your extremities and kidney disease. Number two, structural support for risk reduction of retinopathy. That's your vision. Number three, increased transketolase for reduction of AGE, advanced glycation in products. Number four, well, that was number four. Number five, support microvascular health. And circulation. Number six, support normal healthy kidney function. Number seven, support cardio health through improved blood flow and vascular health. And finally, last but not least, number eight, cognitive health. Your brain related to improved blood flow and vascular health. That's been Photimine, which we combine with chromium, the currently most available, best absorbable chromium called Zychrom. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. Hopefully, my friends, you have learned one new thing today so that your time with us has been well spent. I thank you for being with us, and we're here every week to answer your health questions. We'll be back again next week for another episode of The Royal Treatment. But until